Hello, welcome to a new episode of Black Tea Podcast, presented by your only Nick the Flash Kid and Diamond the Queen. <sighs> Feels good to be back with you guys. That deep sigh of release is just me realizing that I love doing this. I love speaking to you guys. I love telling you guys the stories, telling my stories. And just in this society today, there's just a lot going on. And we get heavy in the show today. We get real. We get raw. Testimonies get get brought out. Realness gets brought out. Boldness gets brought out today. And that's what we stand for, Black Tea Podcast. We still and we strive for showing our voices, making a stand. We matter, you guys matter, and everyone matters to our eyes. And we all know that the a 50-year bill was just overturned, just like that. Just like that. And no matter what you guys' choices are or what your what your opinions are or what you think like at the end of the day we are human beings and we're getting our rights taken away from us left to right left to right so I'll talk about that in our first segment check it out uh, I can start off a prayer when we, when we let you in we can start off a prayer if you want to do it or I want to do it I kind of want you to do it because it kind of lead off the show. Yeah, but I can do it. I can do it if you want. I can do it if you want. But no, I'm wait. good with it. You know, I'm. I need the, the Holy Spirit this evening to yes. uh, calm my spirit. So I'm. I'm good with it. Um, I'm definitely. I'm definitely in cahoots. No. Uh, All right. You ready? Go ahead. Let me say. Go on. Go on live. All right. We in. Go on live. One, two, three. We cut everything off. We go one, two, three. Go on live. All right. All right, everyone. Welcome. We're back. Finally, after six months of just grinding, hard work, life, uh, new baby, moving out of state, and just getting our life together. It's been one eventful 2022. I can tell you that for sure. But uh, I love all my fans. I love all the supporters. We love you guys. We haven't forgot about you guys at all. Everyone, um, today is going to be really heavy. Today, as you guys know about the breaking news that the Supreme Court has overturned uh, one of the biggest laws, bills in our women history. And so today we're going to let our co-host, our fine co-host, Diamond, take over. Listen to her debate, her spickle. We're going to have some heated debates, probably. Uh, maybe some learning. Maybe most likely learning to do and just kind of just getting into the vibe about how important this is. Like, I stand with all women. I think, uh, for me personally, I think I'm pro-choice. I think uh, dealing with a certain situation, it, it, they have the right to, to choose. So I, I, stand with both, I stand with the side of choosing. So, Diamond, go ahead. You're going to lead off with a prayer today because we're probably going to need it. Yep. Um, welcome back. 
All right. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we just ask that you give us, you know, clarity in the things that we say and that you, you know, put a stopper, so to speak, over our mouth on things that we should not be saying, Lord. Lord, I ask that you just guide our passion in the correct direction and that you will allow us to be a vessel for your testimony today for someone, anyone, just like to, you know, just yes. and help us to just really and truly seek your wisdom while we have these conversations. You know, just keep us mindful of the things that we're saying. And Lord, I ask that um, you just help our audience listening that, you know, they will take something from this whole conversation that, you know, could be used for your glory. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that. All right, Diamond. So started off with this. Uh, I know you got some strong bullet points. I'm eager to learn. I'm eager to listen. My attention and the audience is all yours right now. All righty. So, you know, earlier Nick had said that he was going to do some research, um, which I like 100% as a female applaud you, Nick, mm -hmm. for doing said research before you speak on an issue about women's bodies. Yes. Um, now, personally, I, as a woman, I don't, I don't care to do research because I'm a woman <laughs> at the end of the day. So I don't yes. need to do any amount of research to know that it's not okay for you to tell me what I can and cannot do with my body. Now, with that being said, I am anti-abortion and pro-choice. And I know there are some people out there who might feel like, well, you can't be both. You have to pick a side. And I strongly disagree. Um, I am anti-abortion because of my relationship that I have with Christ. Um, and, you know, Christ says that a child is a blessing, um, that a woman whose quiver is full. Now, each woman, her quiver could be different. You know, it doesn't, full doesn't mean you have to have 15 kids, but it also doesn't mean you have to have one. It's individual to each woman. Um, and, you know, her quiver is to be determined by God and how full it is. Um, so for me, like, that's my relationship with God. And I 100% um, want to have children. Um, but also, I believe that God gave all of us choice, free choice. And there are consequences for every choice you make, whether you make a good one or a bad one. So I don't think it's okay for man to come along and say, oh, well, we have the right to take that choice from you. No, you don't, because God gave us the right to make choices. And God is the one who doles out our consequences. Sometimes he uses the government to give us consequences, such as when you break a law, you go to jail. And other times, yeah. he himself personally doles out those consequences for you. So I don't think that man, i.e. government, should be the one to say, well, we're allowed to take that choice from you. We are higher than God, so we can take the choices from you when God himself makes it clear that he and he alone is the one who gives us choice or takes choice from us. So that's why I say you can be anti-abortion and pro-choice at the same time. I, because, I, and I, I've spoken with two people today, um, a man and a woman. 
um, the female, she was a, a close relative of mine, someone who I admire um, greatly in certain areas. We don't see eye to eye on many things, but um, I admire her strength as a woman and as a black woman at that. Um, and, uh, you know, um, for the sake of her privacy, I won't say who she is to me. Um, but, um, you know, she was telling me that she has been raped and she did end up pregnant as a result of that rape. Sorry, if you guys hear barking, I have a, a little puppy and I got her as a guard dog. Um, so when she hears outside strange noises, she'll bark. Um, but, um, anyways, um, she was saying that she, as a result of being raped, did get pregnant and she can't imagine what it would be like to have someone force her into having that baby. And so she did, she went right out and she had an abortion. And interestingly enough, she was 50 years old. She turned 50 this year. So wow. the law wow. that made Roe versus Wade a thing happened the year that she was born. And I just found that completely and totally ironic, you know, that someone who was alive at that time when that law was made, like literally born during that time, uh, that Roe versus Wade affected her ability to have an abortion or not have one. And um, I, and then I spoke with the, a man, and this is actually a man that I was talking to with a potential romantic interest. Um, and, oh, I can't tell you how frustrated I was, but I, I let him say his piece. I, I gave him that respect of allowing him to have center stage and say what he believed, um, and what he felt was right and what was wrong. Um, can we know, inside. Can we know what he, what's his thought product? Thought product? Um, he is, uh, he is 100% um, for Roe versus Wade being overturned. Um, he supports it being overturned. Um, and his argument is that while yes, a woman does have choice over her body, when she becomes pregnant, it's no longer her body. And that to me is just what? absolutely ridiculous. It's like, because you have a baby, you no longer have control over your body. Like you no longer are allowed to say what, what happens to your body. Um, and his, other, was, like, his other thing was he yeah. said um, that once you become pregnant and there's a heartbeat, um, that's another person's body that you're harming. And that is where murder comes into play. And I told him, I said, I agree and I disagree because I do agree um, that abortion is murder. It is. Um, but I believe that because of, like I said, my stance and my relationship with thought that a child is a child is a child is a child. Um, it's not when you have a heartbeat, it's from the moment you conceive a child is a child. However, God is not a cruel God. He does not expect you to have to forever live with the pain 
that someone else inflicted on you, your mind, your soul, your spirit, and your body. He's not a cruel God. No, he's not. He's, he's not. So I think that that is something that if a woman chooses to do, that is between her and her God. If God chooses to do out consequences to her, that is his choice, not man's. And that... It's just like when we choose to engage in premarital sex. And to me, I feel like if you're going to ban a woman from doing what she wants to do with her body, then you should ban a man from being able to have sex with a woman. I feel like men should go to prison if they have sex with a woman without her consent. I don't feel like there should be any court cases to determine whether or not she gave consent. Period. If she says no at all, you should automatically go to jail. There should be no court case because that eliminates the whole, that eliminates a lot of problems. You ain't going to see men raping women no more. But then there's people that could say, well, you're using the extreme. You're using rape. What if someone just, they have, you know, mutual sex and she gets pregnant and they, she's just not ready for a child or they don't want to have a child right now. She should have the choice. She should have the option. It should be the option. She should, exactly. She should still have that choice because God says that we are free to make choices and with our choices come consequences. He does not That's say true. the government is free to make choices for you. That's not what he says. In fact, he's very clear on, um, he says, render unto God what is God God's and render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Caesar in that scripture refers to the government um, which makes it very clear the government has a level of say so but God trumps the government if it's an issue that God and God alone should be handling he trumps the government every time and a woman's body and the choices she makes with them not the government's area of expertise that's God's area of expertise and it should be left to God to dole out consequences if he so chooses not the government so as soon as he said those things to me I knew he's not someone I would ever want to give any more of my time to because I just could not see myself with someone who if let's say we decided to have premarital sex or we had sex after we were married but I did not want to have a child which I, I do but let's just say for example I didn't I would never want to be with someone who would try to force me into having that child if I don't want to, because it's my body and I should be able to choose. But then you also have, there's so many things that run through my mind. It's like a lot. It runs through my mind because I know there are so many people who are going to have so many different arguments as to why Roe versus Wade should be okay or shouldn't be okay. You have other people who would say, well, it's, you know, when a woman gets pregnant and has a baby, she tries to force the father into being a father. So why shouldn't she have to be a mother, even if she's not ready for it? Again, my body, my choice. Your body, your choice. Your if choice. you didn't want to have a baby with me, you should not have had sex with me. That's your choice. You knew all the consequences. Or you or use protection. I mean, yes. And you still chose to do that. 
my body, my choice. If I don't want to have a kid, my choice to not have one. Not yours, mine. If I choose to have it, that's my choice. And at that point in time, we both are responsible for this life. Because we made this life together. I will have... I know but I and I alone am allowed to determine what I do with what's inside my body. Not you, me. Now, personally, I don't agree with that, that concept of thinking. But I know that there are people who are out there who do think like that. Well, you got me pregnant, but it's still my body. So I just still get to say. I personally yeah. don't agree with that. I believe that if a man and woman have sex and they get pregnant, I think the man should have some say-so on whether or not she takes the life of that child. I do believe that. That is where I think Roe versus Wade yes. kind of was a, 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 a great area. Um, I feel like Roe versus Wade in that department was a little stupid and asinine because I absolutely think that a man should have just as much right as a woman on whether or not to have the child because he helped yep. make it. Yep. So his choice shouldn't be taken away either. Just yep. like a woman's choice shouldn't be taken away. So I think if he wants to have the child and she doesn't, I think legally she should be required to carry to term and then he should be solely responsible for that life. Not her, him. Um, because there are a lot of men who will say, well, I don't think you should, you know, abort my baby, but at the same time, I don't want to be responsible for it. Yeah, now, I, I if you want to have that. it and I don't, yeah. then okay, you have it. I'll keep carrying the term and you can be the responsible one. Um, that, 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 that can be one option. Like I said, and you're right, I know the audience out there listening, I know for a fact they'll be like, I just don't want to see my partner kill you know, kill my kill the baby, even though I don't exactly. want to Exactly. So what they were trying to say is, is put it up for, like, they were like, well, keep it, not keep it, is he to keep it, or set it up for adoption? And that, to me, is so, also a, a gray area, because it's like, if it was consensual okay. sex, the, okay, I agree with that. If it was consensual sex, but neither one of you wants to have the baby, but you don't want to kill the baby, okay, great, put it up for adoption. But we're I think, to find a home. We're not, we're to, yeah, you gotta put it for adoption, trying to find a home. Yes, but, but I think nine, each nine situation, each situation should be handled as an individual situation, not a whole group of things. Thank which, you. That's what I wanted to say. Thank which you. is why, even I'm disappointed they overturned it. Um, but when they did overturn it, they did leave. Um, the decision to dole out consequences to each state. Now, yep, there's pros and cons to that. There are very liberal states who they're not going to do jack shit. They're going to leave things exactly the way they are. A woman can still choose. Yep. But yep. those states that are more conservative, for instance, Oklahoma, they have outright banned so. abortion. As soon as they overturned Roe versus Wade, abortion was banned immediately. Um, and I happen to live here in Oklahoma. Um, and uh, that's where you can kind of get into a little bit of a gray area because 
those conservative states, they don't, they think that a woman is second class to a man. So they think on that basis alone makes them right to decide. That shouldn't be what decides whether or not a woman is a criminal for having an abortion. It should be each woman and her particular situation. Was she raped? Was she molested? Is she a, you know, was there incest involved? Or does she just simply not want to have a child right now? And if she doesn't want to have a child right now, then, and this is for me personally, I think, well, I don't think you should have the abortion. I think you should carry it to term. Now, and when I say this, I'm talking about you had consensual sex, you weren't forcing anything, but you just don't want to have a child. In that situation, I do think it should be illegal for you to have an abortion. I think you should be required to carry to term and then put the, a child up for adoption. Mm. I, and it's okay. your choice whether you want to go through a state adoption, a private adoption, whatever. Or give the child to the father if the father wants it and you don't. That's mm. why I say I think it should be each individual woman in each individual situation. But unfortunately, the law sees it as it's all women grouped into one. It doesn't matter your circumstances. The state gets to decide. And I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right either. That's why I say I am anti-abortion, but I'm pro-choice at the same time. I think there's a middle ground that needs to be met on all sides. I think, but to be quite honest, I think men should just stay the fuck out of it. I don't think they should get a fucking say at all what I do with my body unless you are the person that I had the child with and in that circumstance you should only get a say if we have consensual sex if you hurt me and I got pregnant as a result of that fuck you you don't get a say that's real talk real still real still diamond I like how you just said that cutthroat. And, and and I view that as a woman who has been raped on more than one occasion. I, 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 so I am speaking on things that I have personally experienced. And I am so thankful that I never had to go through the pain of deciding, am I going to choose this child or am I not going to choose this child? I'm so grateful to God for me not having to go through that choice because thankfully I never conceived from a rape and I'm so so thankful for that because I don't know if I could say God I I, I know this is not what you would want me to do for me personally I don't think God would want me to get rid of any children I have but at the same time I don't know if I can look in the face of someone that could potentially look like the person who hurt me like I'm so thankful that I never had to make that choice but I know from being raped if I had to make that choice all men could go get fucked if they think they can tell me what I'm going to do or what I'm not going to do and hunty let me tell you you will not be putting me behind bars for that because I will fight you tooth and nail I don't care if I have to physically fight you I will be the one to make that decision. Me and God and me and God alone will be the ones to make that decision. The government can go get itself fucked before it tells me what I'm going to do with my body or not do with my body. 
my decision will be between me and God. And that's it. And that's how I think it should stay. Because God is the one who gave us free choice. Not the government. Free agency. This is and mercy. the government has its hands in too many things. Too many things. You need to step back on some areas. And this is one area where the government needs to step back. I know our woman out there, woman audience right now is very angry. And I love Diamond's point. Me just listening to her and like understanding the side, her side and her story. Like that just got real because I didn't know that about Diamond. I mean, Diamond been friends for what, going on three years now? Yeah. Going on, going on three years now. And that's, that's the first time I heard that story. And like to have it come from her point of view and, and me as a man listening, I have two daughters. So I have to think about their choices that they're going to have, their free agency, their freedom that they're going to have in the future. And as young women, they get to have a law that's stripped from them before they even, before they even got to make that choice. So to hear my partner, you know what I'm saying, Diamond, tell me this story. It's like, she's right. Like, men need to shut the fuck up and listen. That's just real talk. Like, I think we need to shut up. We need to stand with our women. And like, the real men need to stand up. You know, we need to, we need to listen. We need to we need to do our research because like I didn't know nothing of it you know what I'm saying like I wasn't I wasn't like I'm on either side it's like I wanted to listen I wanted to hear what the reason why it was bad I also wanted to hear a reason why people thought it was good and it just comes down to it like Demi said it's a choice right we all have a choice and we all gotta each choice have a consequence so we at the end of the day we make this choice we deal with the consequence later and that's like she said that's between her between God, that's between a woman and, a, and God. Like that's that's their choice, and you know it's just a different situation. It's an individual case. It's not something that you can group something in. This is not a black or white thing. This isn't an age. This is not a race thing. This is literally like it's, it's, it's a it's human thing. Person. It's a human thing. Yeah. This is just human rights. This is just human human dignity. So it's like we have to understand when to shut up and push back. And as men, like I feel like we need to stand up. And as the government, like, you don't have the right on this one. And I feel like a woman, a woman need to stand up. Like, you know, I'm not condoning any violence or anything like that. I'm just condoning, like, if they're angry, I understand. And I, I, yeah. I agree why you're angry. Because it's, it's your choice. It is your body. And another thing and, is that, like, you know, for those who say, well, you shouldn't take the life of an innocent child. I'm going to be brutally honest with you for a second here. And this comes from my perspective, being a woman of faith. There are scriptures in the Bible where people were commanded to kill men, women, and children. Hear that again. And children in a war. A war. That's just a war. You, they were commanded by God. No one is to live. God himself destroyed a whole city. That's men, women, and children. So for those who say it's not Christ-like to kill a child, you're full of shit. And I am a Christian. I'm not religious because the true definition of the word Christian is little Christ. We are commanded to be as much like Christ as possible. So I'm not religious. I'm Christian. Period. And he himself murdered children. So for those of you who are arguing this point based off of, well, it's against God's will to kill a child. 
No, the fuck it's not. Because if it was, he wouldn't have killed a whole entire city that included children in it. He would not have commanded in the Bible during a war for someone to kill all men, women, and children. In fact, he was commanded, the person was commanded, men, women, children, and animals. Nothing was to survive. And when they disobeyed God, they had a consequence in the Bible. I can't even tell you which scripture it is, but when they disobeyed God, there was a consequence for their disobedience. They kept some of the silver. They weren't supposed to keep any silver. They weren't supposed to eat anything. Everything was supposed to be destroyed. And they disobeyed God. And they had a consequence for their disobedience to God. So I don't want to hear the argument of, well, it's against God's will to murder a child. No, the fuck it's not. Because if it was, he would not have, again, I'm going to say it. If it was against his will, he would not himself have murdered children when he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. And that, and, and, and to be honest, that is why Roe versus Wade was overturned. Because they're saying we need to get back to the Constitution. And the Constitution was founded on the scriptural belief system. It was founded mm. on believing in God. That is a load of bullshit. Because they tried to use that same argument when they tried to justify slavery. Don't use God as a weapon to have control over people. And that's exactly what they're doing here. They're trying to use God, i.e. the Constitution, Mm. to have control over people. And it's not okay. Murdering a child... Somebody just just sent a comment just saying that uh, guns guns have more uh, rights than women. They do. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad, but true. That's sad. It's not funny. We're not having that concept, so I don't want people to comment in my comments and act stupid because I will tell you, no, I'm not saying it like that. It's just think about it, man. Huh. And to think me, like it. that is very sad. I'm very disappointed in those that want to use God in this argument to say, well, He says that we shouldn't murder innocent lives. That's not true. There are certain situations in which a life of an innocent should be taken. And you know why? Because there will be a testimony later to bring about God's glory. But that is his decision on when and how that is to take place, not the government. Not the government. Not ever will it be the government's place to do that. So that was just my little, I had to get that little bit out there because I know that that is a lot of people's argument. That is their main reason for saying why abortion is wrong. Because God says we shouldn't take the life of an innocent child. And that's, and to be quite honest with you, he never has said that. There is no scripture in which you can say that he has said that. Now he has said that if you hurt one of his orphans, what you do to them will be done unto you. He has said that. And there are some people who could try to twist that into saying, well, this child could be considered an orphan. No, it's not. And I say that as a, as a child of God who was orphaned. My, my, my father was murdered. My mother gave up her rights. 
didn't want to be a mom. So we just got sent. So we just got sent a Bible verse from. I don't know if I'm gonna call you out, but I should call you out. But yeah, let's uh, no, we calling him out today. <laughs> that, all right, let's do it. So I just got a Bible verse from Trouble Purple. 13 from Instagram. He just said to me, Well, Leviticus 24 17 states, Whoever takes a human life shall surely be put to death. You want to elaborate on that, uh, Mr. Purple? So, um, uh, tell me what scripture that was. That is Leviticus 24, uh, verse 17. Okay, give me one second. Leviticus? Yeah, Leviticus 2417. Hey, we like this. Keep, keep, keep sending it in. That's what we want. We want to hear that. We want to hear you. Hear your viewpoint. We're not going to attack you, but we will call you out. And we want you, we want you to stand on that. Because we will stand on ours. And if we learn... Okay. Learning, so read what he said again. What did he say? Read it again. He goes, Leviticus 24 17. Whoever takes a human life shall surely be put to death. That's what he said. Okay, when they quote scripture, they will find one that fits what their, their narrative, but they won't say they won't read what comes above it or what comes after it. To give hmm. full context. And that's always been a big pet peeve of mine. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and, and read them them right then. So let's just start with Leviticus 24:13. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Bring forth him that hath cursed without the camp. And let all that heard him lay their hands upon his head, and let all the congregation stone him. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, Whosoever curseth his God shall bear his sin. And he that blasphemeth the name of the Lord, he shall surely be put to death. And all the congregation shall certainly stone him, as well the stranger, as he that is born in the land, when he blasphemeth the name of the Lord, shall be put to death. He that killeth any man shall surely be put to death, and he that killeth a beast shall make it good, beast for beast. And if a man cause a blemish in his neighbor, as he hath done, so shall it be done to him. Breach for breach, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, as he hath caused a blemish in a man, so shall it be done to him again. Okay, so I stopped at uh, verse 20. So in all of that that I read, I read from 13 to 20. So it here says, if you blaspheme the name of the Lord, what shall happen to you? You shall be put to death. Do you know how many people have blasphemed the name of the Lord? When you use the Lord's name in vain, that is blasphemy. When you say, oh my God, that is blasphemy because you're not using God's name in a holy way. So you should be put to death. Should we still keep that law? No. We should not. Now, I'm going to Google something real quick. 
because I, I can't remember. Hold on. And I, I don't want to misquote here. Now, the book of Leviticus is from the Old Testament. Now, when Jesus came to earth, he said that he came for what reason? He came to be the savior. He came to be the thing that made us holy and clean. He came in placement of the Old Testament because the Old Testament is things that you were supposed to do in order to have a relationship with Christ. When Jesus went, went to have a relationship with God, when Jesus came, we no longer needed that in order to have a relationship with God because we could have a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. So before you throw scripture at me, make sure you know your scripture better than I do because I'm telling you right now, you're gonna get an ass whooping from me in the department of scriptural quotations. So first of all, that scripture that you quoted, whoever you are, that's from the Old Testament. Jesus Christ came to cancel that out, first of all. Secondly, if you ever say, oh my God, ever again, or if you say, Lord Jesus, because someone's getting on your nerves, because I know I have done that before. When the kids get on my nerves, I say, Lord Jesus, please help me. And I'm not being holy. When I say it, I'm not being holy. I'm being a sarcastic ass. I have said, oh my God, before. And I've had to say, Lord, please forgive me. I just used your name and I wasn't using it in a holy way. So stop using scripture to argue your points if you're not going to use full context when you do that. Now, let me pull up the rest of Leviticus, the rest of what I read, because there's a couple of other points that I could make using just that. Let's see, what was the other one? Um, it says, um, you should be stoned for what was the reason? Let me go back. Um, if you curse the congregation, the group of people around, they're supposed to stone you. When was the last time you cursed? Because I know I said a cuss word earlier today. I cuss all the time. I try not to. Should we kill you for that? <laughs> Should throw a stone at me. Guilty. If you curse, you are supposed to bear your sin. That means um, what that is saying is that you're supposed to come forward and say what your sin was that you did that was wrong. And then you should be stoned. So give full context when you are giving scriptures. Don't pick apart the scriptures to suit your narratives. Because there were many things that were mentioned in that, in that book and that particular chapter that if you do X, Y, and Z, you should be stoned. It wasn't just X that you should be stoned for. And while yes, he does say that you should not take a man's life, there are also plenty of other times in the scriptures where he commands life to be taken. And then there were times in the scriptures where he himself took life. Even so innocent life. Because a child at the end of the day is still innocent. But he took the life of those innocent children in Sodom and Gomorrah because he knew they were going to turn out to be bad adults. So he nipped it in the bud by taking their life while they're innocent. 
Um, in the Bible, there's a woman named Noah. And um, she was commanded to lead God's army. What happens in war? We all know men, women, and children die in war. Yep. Should God, should she have been stoned? Should she have been put to death? Because she mm. killed men, women, and children? And children. Because that's what happens in a war. Children die. Right now, we have a war on women and their bodies. Yep. It's crazy. Black people and women. Can't get your body government. Damn. Oh, bad. I'm going back and here it says, here. if a man causes a blemish in his neighbor as he hath done, so it shall be done to him. Breach for yep. breach, eye for eye, was, tooth for tooth. So basically, it's saying, if, 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 if you cause a blemish or you cause some type of harm to your neighbor, what you do to your neighbor should be done to you. Karma. What is that? Karma. Yeah, that's what they call karma. Karma. If you take my, your neighbor's eye, your eye should be taken. If you take his tooth, your tooth should be taken. But Jesus Christ came so that we no longer needed the rules from the Old Testament in order to maintain a relationship with God. We now need Jesus Christ to maintain a relationship with God. So stop picking apart the scriptures to suit your narratives. That's what people do, though, Diamond. I just want to iterate on that a little bit uh if you have facts and stuff like that you guys can bring it but like your diamond just did to you just now what it's called scooed you just now kind of kind of give you a little bit of a bible study uh just 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 bring your facts and just make sure it's correct and it's correct tea and uh stop using the bible to uh try to bring apart your agenda that's what the government's doing now they're picking apart the bible to try to pass the agenda uh over our women so bring your facts next time man that's all make it a little fun you know, that's it. Uh, I got another statement to read here. Uh, this comes from WhatsApp. Her name is Katie. Uh, thank you for allowing me to say your name on here. She goes, my only thing is, it is opened up for the government of sorts to have more and more control over you. The more you let it happen, the more that they will do. That's my only concern. We saw how states handle COVID restrictions. It just creates chaos and influx. So Rachel said, okay, this is actually giving us more control because it's going back to the state where we have a lot more influence. They originally ruling was unconstitutional. Katie said, we will see. COVID was just the tip of the iceberg. So what do you think about that statement? Well, as far as Rachel's statement goes about it's giving more control back to us. Again, like I had said before, that depends on the states that you live in. If you live in a liberal state, absolutely. That's giving more control back to the people. But if you live in a conservative state like I do, the people don't have control. The men in the state have control. Not the people, because the people would include women. The men have control in those conservative states. So that's a, that's a 50-50 thing. In, in the liberal states, absolutely giving more control. But unfortunately, 
the U.S. is not 100% liberal. <laughs> and I say that as a conservative. Not, I'm not even going to call myself a conservative because I'm truly not. I say that as a Republican. And even these days, I don't even really like to consider myself a Republican. I really like to consider myself an independent because I think it's a shit show on both sides. And I think there's valid points on both sides. Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative. There's, there's shit in everybody's water. So to speak to what Rachel said, there's, I, I agree with you 100% about giving more control to the states, but only with liberal states. With the conservative states, it's not that way. And I, and I agree with Katie as well. Um, and, and I'm someone who, I work in healthcare. Um, so I have gotten to see how far the government's reach really goes when it comes to medicine, when it comes to um, looking after the health and well-being of someone else um, from a medical standpoint. Um, and that did cause a lot of chaos the way that COVID was handled from the lying of, on the CDC's part to the, you know, infecting people with COVID by giving them COVID tests that already had COVID on them, you know, um, it did cause a lot of chaos and it's been far reaching because as you can see now just the prices of gas are going up and all of these things are things that are were affected as a direct result of how COVID was handled in the beginning or mishandled I should say in the beginning yeah COVID what they mishandled COVID but it was all agenda to do what they're doing now. The whole cashless bullshit. You know, I can get too far into it, but that's a different subject, different time. That's on the vibe sessions. But yeah, it was mishandled for a reason. Absolutely. So I don't know. I just <laughs> uh, whoever that person <laughs> was with the scriptures, man. Ugh. Uh, you are what annoys me about religion. You are what annoys me about religion. People yeah. like you who like to use God as a weapon to hurt people just to suit your own narrative. God's so, not to be used as a weapon against people. It's not. It's not at all. It's not. And I don't know why people keep doing it, but hey, that's how that's what our founding fathers did. They used God. They used the Bible as as a whipping tool. They whipped us. Yep. They washed us. Lied to us. Ripped us apart. You know. So that's just that's just the common system that they used to. It's programmed. They used to it, and they don't know. They're not awoken yet. I got another statement. And I want you to know that prayer we said in the beginning. It really has helped because I could have said a number of things that I. Nothing the Lord would want me to be saying to people. <laughs> Honestly, it helped because I think, because uh, I had a lot to say. I really did have a lot to say. And I think today was just me being humble and as a man, just listening. It was today was about me listening, understanding. I needed to hear your story. Uh, a lot of more people are trying to tell me their story now here. Uh, I'm not really 
not take comfortable telling people their story outside. If I wanted you guys to call in and say your story, say your piece, I will let you in. Uh, just you know, download the app, follow the link, follow us, and then we can add you guys in. You can tell your side of the story, your piece, and then if you want us to comment on your story, I, you know, we don't have no problem doing that. I just don't feel comfortable telling your story. I, you know, this is supposed to be where you come in and you allow uh, you to, you know, we allow you to speak and just open your voice uh, on this podcast. And, uh, you know, I'm down to listen, Diamond's down to listen, so that's what we're here for. And then we can break it apart if you want to. Um, and if you do want me to speak, you know, just say that, you know, just say, hey, I want my name to be anonymous, or you want your name to say, you know, it is uh, a leak on my fa- uh, website. Please sign the waiver because I don't want anything uh, condoning bad on you or anything like that. So, and we don't don't want to be responsible for that. So, continue to send your statements in. Call in. I'll let you in. Let's finish. So, anyway, I'm going to read this uh, statement. Uh, she said... Well, she's anonymous. So she said, uh, you think these because Mary was brought. These because without her, God would have never had a son. You think maybe just maybe that a woman would be valuable, that a woman would be a God, that a woman would be considered treasure, that a woman would be one that man would swear to protect. But no, we are literally seen as fucking livestock. We are clumped across as more rights than an actual person carrying it, the one with a full life, with people to take care of, with people who love them. Note, we are not even looked at as a human. These men fetishize, sexualize, rape, kill, disrespect, harass, screw, and talk to the side when they're done and move on to the next. It's not about the babies. If it was, they will fight for universal health care, universal child care, better education, safer environment, higher wages, more affordable food. It is not about the life. It's not about the babies. It's more about putting women in their place and control the one population they know they can take down. Amen. 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 Wow. She said it so well. And and, and comparing us to livestock, that is exactly how it is. That is exactly how it is. We are, our value is determined in what we can give man. We can give man more children, so therefore we shouldn't be allowed to have a say. Well, fuck you. (laughs) I'm not a piece of livestock. I'm not for your profit. I am a human being just as much as you are. And quite frankly, I'm more powerful than you are. Because you wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my vagina. If it wasn't for me pushing you out of my vagina, you would not be here today. So how about rather than trying to put a woman in her place, you learn yours which is to respect and honor a woman and her body and her choices. Because you want the same thing to be done for you. You want women to respect you, respect your choices, honor you, and to a degree, obey you. And yet you don't wanna do the same for women. And this is an area where men need to shut the fuck up and obey us and what we say. I need to honor our decisions and let us be the ones to deal with the consequences of that choice that we make. She said it so well, so well. 
I think I'm gonna comment on what she said. I'm just reading her her post uh, over and over again. And like as a, like I said, as a man, I had a lot to say. Today I'm shutting the fuck up. But I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna add on to what she's saying. Uh, I'm just keep reading this, man. I'm just keep reading this. But I wanna I wanna talk about the babies. I wanna talk about the babies. Uh, I have a, I have a baby. I have a baby, and I was a man that didn't want a baby, didn't want to have kids, didn't think I was ever gonna have kids. So to have the the, the the privilege and the blessing to see my to see my seed, my flower, you know, not my flower, my seed, be planted, you know, in a womb, see my child being developed for nine months. You know, and then to see him walking, you know, see him coming out, crying, taking a bottle, feeding him, crying, crawling, walking, talking. You see that. We wouldn't have that without women. Women are, are they're not a prize. They are a joy. They are, they are queens. And each woman is a queen. She has to figure out how to become that queen, her own uniqueness, her own, her own mind, her own soul. And then she, she shares that with a man. That's the beauty of a marriage. That's the beauty of a family. That's the beauty of God. God allows you to have that. And it's so for you to come in and trying to rip that apart from them, it's like, just look yourself in the mirror. You wouldn't be here without your mom. Without, when that's a woman, that's a womb. You know what I'm saying? Yes, the man is important, but it's a womb. You planted your seed and created something. You wouldn't be here to make this choice, to even overturn something that gives a choice. So, when she's talking about the babies, it's like, this really, this is this is really about control. You're not caring about the babies. You're not caring about the future babies. You're, you're just ripping yeah. a choice away. Because you're just ripping like a choice she away. said, if it was about the children, you would be addressing areas that affect the children that we already have here and you're not so it's literally all about men wanting to display more control over women and you know i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna say anything but i think this is a perfect moment i have personally been struggling with this abortion issue before roe versus wave was overturned because I recently found out I was pregnant from someone that I was in a relationship with. Um, And it was completely unexpected, but um, he had been trying and in the relationship, he had mentioned multiple times getting me pregnant and things like that. And um, he was aware that, you know, it could or could not happen because of issues that I've had in the past with being able to carry children to term because my body doesn't function well with stress um, when I'm pregnant. It just, it starts to shut down on itself and I have to be very, very careful about what I do and the type of energies I allow around me because it is physically draining on my body. And when I told him, and, and I wasn't even sure how I wanted to tell him, but I accidentally sent him a message that was meant for a friend and that's how he found out. Um, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to tell him because he and I had broken up. And I didn't want it to be one of those things where, oh, you trapped me and da 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 No. First of all, 
I'm going to do this with or without you because that was my, it's my choice to have this child. So I don't really give a shit about trapping you. I don't need to do that. Um, and quite frankly, I'm a bit more stable than you are in quite a few areas. So it has nothing to do with trapping you, but I wanted to be mindful of how he might feel. Um, so, you know, he, he accidentally found out and he tried to force me to have an abortion by trying to force me to take the plan B pill. And then when I wouldn't take the plan B pill, he tried to guilt trip me into not having the baby by saying things like, this is gonna be the worst 18 years of my life. Damn, I'm sorry so for I that, wanna baby. speak more to, if this is more than just about Roe versus Wade being overturned. This is about men needing to understand you cannot and you will not ever again have that much control over women. This isn't 50 years ago. No, things have changed. Women have just as much right and just as much say so as you do on what we do with our bodies. This guy is a, a pretty cool guy. But in this area, he was a shitty fucking person. He was a man who thought he could exercise control over me. And when he didn't get to do that, he tried to make me feel like a horrible person because he was going to have to deal with my choice of having the child for the next 18 years. And he was very fortunate because I gave him an out. I told him he didn't have to. That's the beauty of being able to make choices. You can choose to be an absent parent. And that may or may not affect your child, but that's a consequence. There we go again, that word consequence of your choice. He could choose to be an absent father. He could choose that, that was his choice. So he shouldn't have tried to take my choice away by trying to make me take a plan B pill, also known as an abortion pill. I don't care what yeah. anyone says, it's meant to destroy the egg, otherwise known as the child. It's meant to destroy what could become a child. And I shouldn't even say what could become a child because when you find out you're pregnant, the egg and sperm have already created the child. That's what a plan B pill is. It's meant to destroy. And I'm just like, no. That's my choice. Now, I ended up having a miscarriage and I was only three or four weeks in. So it's not something that hurts my heart too much. It's just a simple fact of, and I never told anyone. And I didn't see a need to tell anyone because it was literally the first month in. You know, so it's it's not even something I really need to discuss with anyone. But, and I never planned on ever even mentioning it. It was something that was only between him and I. But I felt like it, it's it, it, addressing abortion in general, not just Roe versus Wade. It, 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 it needs to be addressed all the way across the board. And men not trying to force women needs to be addressed whether Roe versus Wade was overturned or not. And men like to use the plan B pill as a way to exercise their control over a woman. 
and you shouldn't do that. Every person should be allowed to have a choice. You should be able to choose do you want to be an absent parent or not. If you make that choice, okay, you live with the consequences. If I make the choice that I want to not have this baby, okay, I live with the consequences. Not you, me. We have another now, statement here. We have a statement coming from Prince Ty. He said, his statement is, uh, he sent the statement in to us, sorry. He said, I was trying to say something about the child situation. I think if two people are brave enough to lay down and have a baby, I think both should be held accountable for the child. Say, if the mother of the child doesn't want to have the baby, but the father does, and he wants to keep it, then what? Does a woman still have the right to say yes or no? Second question is, why does man always get criticized on everything? If he is willing to take care of the child when it's his first child, or he steps in and helps take care of another child for another man. So that's two questions, I think. So I already addressed this. Yeah. Um, but he, but you may not have been in at the time that I addressed this. I do think it should be illegal for a woman to terminate her pregnancy if the father wants to have the child. But I do not think that we should be crucifying the woman if she does that. And that's the difference. I think it should be more, that area should be addressed more as a custody issue and not a murder issue because that's ultimately what it is it's a custody problem he wants the child she doesn't that's a custody issue because let's say the child was already here if she didn't want the child but he did that's a custody issue and you'd have to go to court over that and have a custody arrangement set up with a judge or a mediator it should be handled the same way that's a custody issue and you should go to court and have it addressed as such not oh she should be charged with murder her whole life should be over no it's that's a custody issue the father wants the child and the mother doesn't okay let's go to court the judge makes the decision the father gets the child so you are going to carry to turn and then the day the child is born you will turn over that child to the father your rights as a mother will be terminated that's how that should be handled simple problem but i also think that when that decision is made the father should be held solely responsible for the care of that child this includes prenatal care because if the mother is to give you that child she needs to be able to keep that child safe while it's growing in her so therefore the father should be solely responsible for paying every medical bill every doctor's visit everything not the mother he should be solely responsible for providing um, extra food for her because she will be required to eat more because of how hard her body is having to work therefore using more energy burning more fat her metabolism starts going crazy you should be solely responsible as the father if you want to keep that child for providing for it from conception to birth and after not just when the child gets here it's a custody issue. You want custody of this child. You will take care of this child from the beginning. That's including while in utero. 
And to answer his other question about why are men the only ones getting criticized? Because men are the ones making this choice, not women. (laughs) You don't want to be criticized. Stop contributing to making this choice. Or rather, stop contributing to taking choice from the woman. Now, I will say this. I don't think all men should be generalized in this issue because there are plenty of men who don't think it's okay to take the right away from a woman. Like me. Exactly. So, just like I say, each situation should be addressed as far as emotion goes with each woman and her circumstances. So should the blame on a man be based off of each individual man, not all men. So, so my thing is this. So the Supreme Court, I want to I want to kind of turn it into, not say turn it, I want to talk about political right now, right? So I want to talk about what Biden said. I want to kind of break it down with you. Uh, have a, kind of have a debate on what he's saying. Uh, we all know to me, I'm a colleague, I'm going to be real, he's fake as fuck. Uh, I don't believe shit that he got to say. Uh, so I don't give a, like, that's just what it is on that. But he made a statement saying that he had directed to the Health and Human Service Department. He wanted them to take the steps on the, uh, abortion and contraption and medication and stuff like that, right? Uh, he's saying that uh, he wants to basically get to the fullest extent and uh, administration plans to protect the right to travel to another state for abortion. So not all states, like, like not all states are going to ban, uh, you know, the abortion. You know, they're not, they're not going to ban it. But it's now... He's wanting to convict you of murder if you travel to another state that still yeah. allows it because he, the, the idea is you got pregnant in this state so you should have to obey that state's rules. That's the law, yeah. And that's just... That's, that's bullshit. Fuck, that's, that's bullshit. Because if I want to fucking travel somewhere, that's my business where I want to travel. And what I do while I'm traveling ain't your goddamn business either. Because you're not paying for my traveling expenses, are you, Biden? No, you're not. But how, how would they even know that, though? Like, you know they what you're saying? Like, how would they know that you got... That's the thing, they wouldn't anyway. fucking know. Like, the only way they would know is if they started requiring us to... Uh, actually let me this is how they would know the only way they would know is if they made checkpoints you there would have to be checkpoints at every border on every state and you would have to tell them why you're traveling that would be called martial law yeah I would say that's martial law he's like the health of he said the health and the life of women of our nation are not at risk Make no mistake, the decision is culmination of a deliberate effort of decades to accept the balance of our law. I agree, <sighs> full of shit. You're full of shit. You're an old, senile man who's full of shit. And not yes, you are a better option than Trump was for president, but you're still full of shit. They, oh, he don't remember shit. This is just, this is just, he's just a fucking puppet that's getting ready for the worst shit. And the Bible is saying how long we got to go through this shit. Uh, how many years? Well, we don't know how many years, but we got to go through this shit for a while. Uh, it just, he also said voters need to make their voices heard. 
So this is just a ploy, in my opinion, just a ploy to get more votes out of people uh, the next four years. And this is going to be another weapon or another bullet to, to put in their gun to try to gain or lie to us, try to gain their, you know, their votes. Uh, and that's, what and I think that's why women need to start voting. They need to start educating themselves. They need to start getting out there. You know, uh, as an activist, I used to never really think about how important voting, voting was overall. Yeah. Growing up, I never, I, you know, yes, I understood it was my civic duty because that's how my parents were. You don't eat if you don't vote, was the saying in my family. But now that I'm older and a lot more of these decisions are starting to affect me on a personal level, um, I'm realizing the importance of voting. I'm realizing the importance of having these conversations and educating myself, whether it's from reading things or, you know, talking to people who are, you know, experts in these areas or who have more experience than I do in these areas. It's so, so important for, you know, young women and and older women, because there are plenty of older women who, you know, don't vote, but need to vote, educate yourself. Don't just vote blindly, educate yourself. And then after you educate yourself, sit with yourself alone and really say, think about, well, what do I believe after having all of this information brought to my attention? What is it I personally believe and who is it that is going to line up with what I believe more? Because we're never going to find that, that person that lines up exactly with us. It's just, (laughs) it's like trying to find a unicorn. It's gonna be very difficult to find that political person that lines up exactly with what we believe. But try to find that person who lines up as close as possible to what you believe. But that requires you actually taking the time to educate yourself and then sit with what you've learned and determine what you believe, what's your innermost conviction. Uh, so I like that. I like the way you sounded that. Uh, I got a couple statements here. I might not read all of them tonight because we're going to be leaving here shortly. Uh, so I want to kind of, I kind of want to get the pro choices on live before we leave because I know a lot of you guys might feel attacked. This show, we're not going to attack you unless you act crazy and then we're going to push you back. Uh, just, you know, don't come crazy. But uh, I want to get your opinion out here. So this guy said uh, he wants to be anonymous, so we'll keep you anonymous. And that's okay. Respect that. Says the overturn of Roe means a rape victim must carry her attacker's child to full term. And the rapist can have fatherhood, right? Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> Not the person saying it. I'm saying, uh, fuck you, government, if you think that that's going to happen. Because I'm telling you here and now, even if I decided to have that child, there's no way in fucking hell a rapist would come anywhere near my child. I swear to God, as God is my witness, I will cut your dick off. I will feed it to my dog. (laughs) And I will let you bleed out on the motherfucking ground. Before I will ever let my child come near you. She wants to sneak away, brother. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. 
You better leave the diamond alone, no, sir. We don't need that no more. No. <laughs> I'm just, I'm saying, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. If the government thinks that they have that much reach, they are out of their minds. And they are so, so diamond, I have a question. What? I have a question. So, me and this guy are talking about it at work, right? Um, mm-hmm. Keep his name anonymous. But if you listen to the show tonight, uh, I'm going to say it. And that's just me. So, I told you I was going to talk about it. But me and this guy was talking about it, and I uh, told him the reason why I, th- I, you know, I was anti-abortion, but also pro-choice, because um, I always felt that way. Um, I think it was just a choice because I have women in my life that things that happen to them, and uh, they, you know, they have to have a baby, and it, and they're struggling as it is now, and and they actually look at the child as a blessing to them, but they also see their trauma and their past in that child, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, and it, it sucks that the child the child doesn't know that, but it, people do think that way. So I was telling him like it's not fair. I was like, you know, I said it's not fair uh, that you know that it got ripped away. You know that it got ripped away. It just it just a choice got ripped away. And I was like, hey man, you, you ever went to jail? And he's like, yeah. I said, uh, you, you do you get to wake up anytime anytime that you want, or if you don't make the bed right. Don't you don't you lose phone privileges? Don't you lose mm-hmm. uh, don't you lose these type of privileges? Uh, chess, cards, TV, whatever like that, right? He's like, yeah. I said, okay. So right now, what you're telling me is, you know, the struggle of being stripped away from your rights. When you're in jail, you're stripped you're stripped away. So you're trying to tell me you agree with the government just ripping a right from women, even though women had to fight. Hundreds, not hundreds of years, 40, 60, 50, 60 years to fight to even get some type of right to even start working, to even start voting. And now you're trying to tell me that your wife, sorry, not, not going to what, your wife or your daughter or your auntie or your mother, that, you know, something happened to them from another man, they don't have the right to abort that if something happened to them. He just looked at me and still said, yeah, I agree that it's murder. He goes, even if it is my parents, even if it is my sister or my wife, it's still murder. So I ain't gonna lie, I kind of walked out, pissed off. Because we like, would be getting a divorce. It's like, it's like I'm pissed off because it's like, you you want to, to me as a man, I want to protect my daughter, my, my wife, or you know, or, or my mother. And it's like, I want to be able to be sympathetic or show empathy to them about the situation. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to support them through the situation because I don't know what it's, what it, how it feels to be in a situation. So my only thing is to, to pray and be a shoulder and be a rock to lean on. And whatever choice they decide, I'm there to support. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And, and I'm, not, what... I'm not trying to be insensitive to the men who feel like, well, I should have a say-so if she wants to have, you know, wants to take, you know, the life of the child we created together. Because as I said, I fully believe that that should be handled as a custody issue in court and not a murder issue. Yeah. I think. So I don't I want people to think to put... I'm just this insensitive asshole. It's like, no, I, I do think that a man should have his point of view respected and his desires respected 
but I think a woman should as well. And it should be handled as a custody arrangement, not I a think, murder issue. I, yeah, I think I think you're definitely correct. Um, I see your point in there. I think there's too much law and political into this. I think somebody just bit off something more than they can chew. Uh, this is, like mm-hmm. I said, this is a, at the end of the day, this is a human right. This is not something that you can just put your law degree in and try to change something. Uh, and this is going to bite you in the ass. Uh, and yep. I, I agree. I agree that our women out there are mad, and I understand. Uh, I'm there for you. I'm mad with you. Um, you know, if your voice wants to be heard, it's going to be heard. Uh, whatever comes after that, hey, that's on you guys. And uh, like I said, it's your choice. Uh, and that's all I'm really going to speak on it tonight. The only thing I could say that we can learn from this is that you guys need to do your research. But just as men and real men, we just need to show support and honestly, like, shut the fuck up. Uh, like Diamond said, and probably all the women are saying, shut the fuck up on this one. Uh, and you just need to be a man and understand, like, this is a choice. It's just a human right, human dignity. Um, go out there and learn. Protect your family. Kiss your family. Uh, pray to God. Get on your knees because this world needs it. 100% we need God back in here. He's coming back soon. And that's what I agree on. That's what I believe. And uh, you're not going to make me feel any way different about what I believe. And I believe as a man and, and as a father of, of daughters, I believe I stand with the right of choosing and of choice. And uh, you deal with the consequences between you and God. That's what I believe in. I appreciate Diamond for your story today. If you have any other remarks that you want to say, you can. No, I, I think I've I think I've said it all. <laughs> I think she did. I think we have uh, we have learned a lot today. Uh, I appreciate everyone coming today. I appreciate everyone. I really do. Uh, to the fans that thought that we forgot about you guys, we haven't. Like I said in the beginning, we were just going through life and going through new emotion, uh, new projects. Stay tuned. We're not going to really say much. About, uh, stay to our next podcast very shortly. It will be uploaded sometime uh, next week. So look out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Outcast, iHeartRadio. You already know Riverside. Look us up. Follow us. Subscribe. Um, follow us on TikTok at Black Tea Enterprise. And you guys have a great night. We love you. God bless. Yeah, we are going to try to do better about getting our podcast you know, scheduled regularly like we were doing before, but we do ask that you guys just bear with us and be understanding that we both have very busy lives and with me having moved to another state and him having had, uh, you know, a new baby, you know, things have just gotten a bit busier. Yeah, 100%. But we we love you guys and we appreciate you guys. Yeah, we're Uh, still passionate about what we're doing though, guys. We really are. We working, don't think we're not. We are. We care about our goals. We care about you. We care about your voices. Even if tonight, if you guys didn't make it on the show tonight, trust me. Uh, before the podcast even comes out, I can do a live chat. Diamond can do a live chat anytime. I'm down anytime after uh, 6 o'clock, anytime. Just shoot me your messages on WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat. I got you. I'll put you in. You know, just come correct. I respect you. You respect me. You respect Diamond. You respect our show. respect our rules. And we and just have fun and just just get our message out there. You know, God gave us something, and that's a voice. He gave us a tongue. We could use it for good. I love you. Peace. Yep. Peace out, y'all. Look at that. Right back, man. 
I appreciate you guys just coming in and listening to us speak about this. Uh, we got a couple questions coming in. Um, we also have a questionnaire on our Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google. Answer those questions. If you guys want to send those in and want to make a statement, please just send it in. We will read it out or do a voice uh, voice remo and just get it out there. I want to hear your point, your, uh, your opinions. I want to hear your facts. I want to hear your statements. We love to hear from you guys. That's what me and Diamond are here for. Um, stay tuned at the end of this podcast show. It is a new song released. Uh, it's supposed to be for woman empowerment. You guys take a listen. I hope you guys like it. Because when they bring it to me, I ain't gonna kind of hit me a certain way. And I, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm very humble for the experience. I really am. Very humble, man. And uh, I appreciate you guys and all my fans, all my supporters. Keep subscribing. Keep looking forward to us. Follow us on TikTok as well. Um, We love you. Peace.